0: My wife Cheryl and I have been together for 10 years, and we got married two years ago. We just got a house together not even a month ago, and things couldn't have started on a worse note. We moved to a small inland town of Georgia called Waycross. That's all the details I'm giving though to avoid any more possible issues. We're on a quiet street with a big property that sits in front of a medium sized patch of woods, which was one of the factors that really appealed to my wife and I. We plan to adopt a dog and raise kids here so we wanted a big property for the dog and kids to play around on. We both work similar shifts. I get home around 5 and she gets home around 6 most of the time. The first two nights in the house went completely normal. It was the weekend, so we spent our entire days on packing. It wasn't until Monday night, when we were both in bed, only having turned the lights out maybe 20 minutes ago, that outside from the backyard, there was the sound of this blasting music. Our nearest neighbors on either side were spaced out enough where we couldn't mistake music from their yards being in our yard. It was definitely in our backyard, and it wasn't party music or anything like that. It sounded like very old, staticky, vintage music. The windows were shut, so after my wife and I exchanged horrified glances at each other and wondered where the music could be coming from, I opened my window on my side of the bed, and it was much clearer. There was some song that sounded like it was from the 1940s or something blasting i later found out after looking up the lyrics that the song name was who's afraid of the big bad wolf by henry hall it has a slight eerie vibe to it for some reason even though it was meant to be a happy song but at the time of listening to it coming from our backyard it was nothing but downright horrifying we were still learning the house but we figured there must be a backyard light switch downstairs I ran downstairs to the back door and flicked the light switches next to the door and one of them turned on the backyard lights. I didn't see anyone in the backyard. I opened the door and the music was louder obviously, but as I walked out into the grass, I realized it wasn't coming from the backyard, rather from the woods. The song played to completion as I was outside in the yard just standing there looking around. When the song ended, there was silence again. It seemed like someone must have been playing some stupid housewarming prank, but it wasn't appreciated. I went back to my wife and told her it was probably just some kids trying to scare the new ones in town for whatever reason. Hearing myself even say that, I realized how stupid and weird it sounded. Why would anyone do that? The next night, it happened again. A few minutes after we turned out the lights in the bedroom, music from outside started blasting this time much louder, and the song playing was that song everyone's heard tiptoe through the tulips. Cheryl and I once again looked at each other, this time in genuine disgust and worry, because we had hoped it was just going to be a one-time thing, but it was happening again. I looked out the window, and this time I could see something on the grass. It wasn't a person, but there was definitely something out there. I told my wife I was going to check it out. She said we should just call the cops, and I said yeah we will in a second. I went out there with this mindset that I need to establish I'm the man of the house not just to my wife, but to whoever was thinking they could mess with us just for being the new people on the block. When I was in the yard, I saw the object in the grass was smaller than I had thought, but the blaring creepy song was coming from it. I realized it was an old radio. I turned it off and looked up at the window at my wife who was watching, and I held it up, yelling that someone left it there to scare us with the music. What she did next was not something I expected in response to that. She started screaming my name to run inside. She kept screaming run. I yelled why and she screamed back there's people standing behind you. This statement made my heart skip a beat and I turned around to face the woods. I saw three figures standing like six feet apart from each other clearly facing my direction. They weren't running at me, they were just standing there. I yelled oh shit and ran back inside the house slamming the door behind me. My wife was upstairs hysterical crying already. I told her I'd call the cops, and I did. They arrived thankfully not that long after. All the while, we were scared to hear knocks at one of the doors or windows. My wife and I desperately explained the situation to both of the police that arrived, and I showed them the radio on the ground. I asked them if they could take it back with them as evidence for prints, and told them I only touched the top part with the handle. They did take the radio. They also checked the front of the woods with their flashlights for a few minutes probably just as a deterrent to the people in the woods to stop their behavior if they were still there. When the police left, honestly, we went right back to feeling vulnerable and scared, but thank Christ the people never returned. This was only a few weeks ago though. God forbid they came back, I'd try to get it on video. After going from living with my parents for 28 years to buying my first house, I'll admit, it was a bit of a shock to adjust to. This was July of 2022, so very recently that I moved in. My house is a 30-minute drive from my parents' house, so we're not that far away. In my parents' house, I would always constantly be awoken at night by my dad going up and down the stairs in the middle of the night. He's basically a chronic insomniac, and constantly has to get water or go to the bathroom throughout the night. So, having my own place would finally mean peace and quiet. But that doesn't mean my dad didn't pass down his inferior sleeping abilities to me. Because I'm a very light sleeper too. The layout of my new house is as follows. A small, unfinished basement with laundry and boiler room. First floor with living room, kitchen, bathroom, and dining room. And the upstairs with three bedrooms and a bathroom. One bedroom I use as an office, another one I use as a little workout room. For the first couple of days, my dad was over to help me bring in furniture and set the place up. The bulk of it was done after that. Then it was just minor decorating and smaller things here and there. I'd say a week into moving in, I was practically done with the furnishings and fully at home. On a Sunday night, I could tell I was going to have a rough time trying to sleep because I was wide awake. I took a melatonin and a sleeping pill to help, and within an hour I was out like a baby. Usually when I take these, I sleep through the night without waking up. This night though, I woke up. A sound from outside my room woke me up. I was so dazed and confused, freshly woken up from an intense dream, that I wasn't thinking clearly. The noises from outside my room were familiar footsteps going up the stairs, my dad as usual waking me up with his middle-of-the-night trips up and downstairs. I tried to drown out the noise and ignore it. I was in such a daze that it didn't even hit me right away, that those footsteps couldn't be my dad's. I snapped back to reality and sat up, listening. The footsteps stopped, now that I was fully awake. I wondered if it was an auditory hallucination, like was it just something engraved in my memory that I heard it in my half-woken up state? I actually nervously called out, Dad? I didn't know what I was expecting to happen, but no one called back. I went out into the hallway outside of my room and turned on the lights to each room I passed. I made it to the stairway and I looked down the stairs at a tall man in a mask at the bottom looking up at me. It didn't feel like a reality that I was actually staring at an intruder in my house. I didn't see any weapons on him, but I wasn't about to go fight him. I screamed at him to get the fuck out of my house, definitely with a shake in my voice. Believe it or not, he turned around and left through the front door. I ran down the stairs to lock it behind him. When I went to call my dad, I heard the back door to my house slam shut. There was a second person in the house who I didn't see. I was full on freaking out. My dad picked up, of course, because he's never asleep, and he questioned why I was calling him and not the damn police. He told me to hurry, so I called the police, and the operator asked me a million questions while I waited. I was interviewed by the arriving officers, who asked me for a description of the robber, what they stole, if anything, and which direction they left in and what vehicle. Unfortunately, I didn't think to watch them leave, so I couldn't even answer what direction they went, and I couldn't give a physical description other than one of them was tall because of the mask. It didn't actually seem like they stole anything, but I didn't have anything of real value on display on the first floor. The method of entry was a kitchen window, just big enough to climb through. Experiencing a home invasion is something you always hear about on the news, but never assume it would actually happen to you, much less right after you move into your first house. I wish I could have been more help to the police in identifying them. Now, I sleep with a knife next to my bed. When I bought my current house that I'm living in, right away my next door neighbors knocked on the door and introduced themselves. They were both as kind as could be on both sides. My house is waterfront on a canal. I wanted a waterfront house because I have a boat, so it was a no brainer to have the convenience of keeping my boat in the water in my backyard. A house on a canal, though, means sacrificing privacy in the backyard, as the house across the canal from me looks right into my yard. From the start, Even when I went to view this house for the first time, I wasn't the biggest fan of the house across the canal. It just looks like it hasn't been taken the best care of, and it's kind of an eyesore when I'm sitting in the backyard. For almost two weeks after moving in, I'd look out my window before bed every night to the house across the canal, to always see the lights out. The house was always pitch black. I wondered if maybe it was a second home for whoever owned it. But then one night, things changed. On the same day that my brother helped me launch my boat into the water and bring it to my dock in the yard, just as I was about to shut the blinds in my bedroom, I looked across the canal again, and tonight there was one light on in the house across the canal. And in that room, which looked to be a living room by the back door, there was a man standing there looking outside. So there was someone living there after all. The man was in sweatpants and a long-sleeved shirt. He looked like he had a full head of greyish hair. Based on appearance from that distance, he looked like he could be 50 on the dot. It seemed like he could have been looking at my windows, but then again, the more likely explanation was he was just looking out into the yard thinking, even though it was pitch black out there. I closed my windows and went about the rest of my night. The next day after work, I got home and set my stuff on the kitchen table, then went outside to the backyard to plant some grass seed in the yard. I couldn't help but look and notice the man standing at his back door again. This time I knew he was watching me, it was obvious. We made extended eye contact, then I looked away, I didn't want to wave, that would be weird. I tried to just pretend I didn't notice him still there looking at me, it's as if I was doing something wrong being in my own backyard. One day I had my friends over to take the boat out, and both when we were leaving and coming back I didn't see the man at his door. I had only seen him twice so far, but already I was paranoid whenever I was outside and always looked across the canal at his door. A few nights later, I looked out my window in my bedroom again. He was at his door again. I wondered how long he would just stand there. It was so bizarre. I turned off my lamp and then kind of stood just beside the window peering my head out to see if he'd keep standing there even after I would turn the light out, and he did. I must have stood watching for three minutes and he wouldn't move. I shut my blinds and continued with my night. I told myself from here on out I'd just ignore it and keep my blinds shut past sunset. I went to bed wondering how I would go about confronting this situation, or if I even would. I considered maybe just going out to the dock and waving, or trying to talk to him, or even going to knock on his door to introduce myself, but that sounded stressful on this same night while i was in bed i was starting to drift off into sleep when i heard something in my backyard there was someone on the deck walking around i could hear it i went to the window to get a look but i couldn't see from my upstairs window i'd have to go downstairs if i wanted to see but before that there was a startlingly loud crash sound from below me it was the window i could tell it was the sound of shattering glass I ran downstairs to the kitchen to grab a knife and the phone to call 911. I looked towards the back of the house and saw I was right. Glass of the backyard window was spilled out onto the floor, and one single brick laying on the wood floor, clearly what was thrown through the window. I was frightened that I'd see someone hiding in the corner of the room, but to my relief there was not. I called 911 and requested police officers get here ASAP. Before the police arrived, I peeked out the now broken window into the yard. I turned on the back deck light. Whoever did this clearly already ran for it, but that was good, at least they didn't come into the house. When the police officers arrived at my house, I showed them the window and brick, and told them that it was most definitely the guy across the canal who'd been eyeballing me through his window since I moved in. They asked if he had any reason to have any issue with me, and I said no chance in hell, I didn't even know the guy. I asked them to please go to his house and arrest him. They said they'd go over and knock on the door. So when another police car came to my house, the first two officers went to drive over to the house. And when they came back about 20 minutes later, they said nobody lived in that home. A neighbor told the police when he saw them outside, that the house had been foreclosed on months ago, and the old tenant was evicted a while ago. I know nothing about foreclosures, so I asked the cops if maybe it was someone from the bank that foreclosed on the house. They said their guess is as good as mine. They recommended I install some cameras outside of my house in case the harassment continued. The police left one of their cars parked in front of my house, I guess to make me feel safer with my window being busted open now. The next morning I woke up early and went over to that house, and I tried opening the front door and then the back door. The front door was locked, but the back door was unlocked. I quietly opened the door and took two steps inside of the dark, creepily empty house, and I heard something from upstairs. I noped out of there and ran back to my house. The police car was still outside my house. That day, I had my window fixed and pretty soon installed doorbell cameras in the front and back of my house. I haven't seen that man in the house again. I still don't know if he's still in there, who he is, if he's the one who threw the brick through my window, or why. Knock on wood, things have been fine ever since.